We didn't even get to use our killing gloves. Yeah, I know. Not yet. I didn't get to kill nobody. <laughs> yeah, Julian's the only one who's gotten to kill anyone so far. Rest and he was innocent. Catch up. <laughs> and he was innocent. I mean, doesn't that make it way better, though? Yes, it does. <laughs> the Terrible Warriors receives funding by supporters from Patreon. Listeners just like you who want to be involved in the creation of this show. To learn more, visit TerribleWarriors.com slash Patreon. And today... On the Terrible Warriors. Return one last time to that galaxy far, far away. A long time ago on a forgotten world. For three hours, you've listened to our Imperial officers forced to make terrible decisions in the name of the Empire. But now they have learned the truth. The Empire has fallen. The Emperor is dead. And even though they tried to take out the governor, someone else got to him first. The oppressive regime of the Iron Blockade may be lifting. But what it will replace, ah, that may be worse. This is our grand finale. And all that remains are ashes of the Empire. Oh, and also those guys. Yeah, the terrible warriors. Hello, terrible listeners. We're back with Star Wars again, and shit has gone down <laughs> in the last episode. Um, so, yeah, I am Bree Poison. I am still your GM. We're still doing this thing. And uh, my players are, which, you know, he just took a drink of water. So I was like, and the players are. Look, he's drinking. Let's do it right now. Thirsty Spillane <laughs> over here. Yeah, Julian Spillane. <laughs> AJ Fry also. Uh, Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Tara Watt. Amazing. So at the end of the last episode, motherfucking Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> and lizard thrawn- people stab a man. <laughs> he thrawned all over that banquet. It was just yeah, that is brutal. What, that is what the Thrawn do. Um, lizard people? Yeah, no, um, in the original canon, like for, it's not canon any longer if you've read the new Thrawn book, but um, originally he had uh, this alien species called the Nogri, which after Vader and the Emperor are dead, he basically goes and gets their allegiance. They used to be allied to the Emperor and Vader because the Emperor and Vader basically like uh, destroyed their planet and were like helping them rebuild it with air quotes in return for basically their entire military population to come fight for the Empire. Um, so yeah, they're very good bodyguards. They're like born killers. Oh, wow. Nogri are rolled. Like, it's really a good thing we didn't shoot at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's why I just kept talking over you. That would have been very bad. <laughs> we, it, it, Nogri are, I will tell you now, Nogri are likely total party wipe material. They mm. are terrifying. <laughs> it's really good we didn't shoot at them. And yeah, there were no. five of them. Like <laughs> so was, they're they're scary. No offense, I was fully ready to use that explosive that was on Officer Hughes's <laughs> chest as a distraction to cheese it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so I mean we can we can pick up immediately after Thrawn's talking if you want. Um or I can pick up once the dust has settled a little bit. It's up to you. We are but pawns in this, in this <laughs> great game of chess. Um, I would. Um, I what I would like is for um, 
Thrawn's people, he has, um, you know, he has stormtroopers. He has his own people that are coming out of his fleet. His fleet is now in the Anoat sector, and specifically uh, the Chimera, his Imperial Star Destroyer, is orbiting Nithoyan. Oh, no. Um, because this is where Adelhard was. This is where he needed to dispatch his troops. Um, so when he sent in the Nogri, there were a whole bunch of stormtroopers and everything behind it. They basically have this place on lockdown until they figure out what's going on. Well, I think this is great. I mean, this is going to be good for everyone. We've got a new leader. He seems to know what he's doing. I you enjoy I... your employee interviews for excellence. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Thrawn comes in and he's kind of got everything on lockdown for a couple of hours while he figures out what's going on. Yep. Um, after a couple of hours, you guys have been basically confined to your quarters. Nobody really knows what's happening. You do ask around Julian and your method because mm-hmm. you have kind of little birds out everywhere. You're a Varus. Um, you know, nobody nobody knows what's up. They know that Thrawn is an Imperial Grand Admiral. Um, there are rumors that he's been out in wild space until recently. Um, but nobody really knows anything other than, yeah, he was the wild card Grand Admiral. They sent him and his all of his troops out, and he's just been gone, and now he's back, and nobody's seen him for years. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah he's, uh... he's, a, he's the wild card Grand Admiral. You don't know what up with him. Uh, from his speech, he seems to have, you know, he seems to be wanting to bring everyone back together, but also everyone, right. everyone is freaking out about the fact that he just told you that all of your heroes are dead. And assassinated the and current And assassinated the governor. current governor in front of you. Uh, you learn uh, from people that his speech that he was beginning to give was being broadcast. Mm-hmm. Everyone saw Adelhard die. Hmm. Well, not just his speech, but no, also his, the assassination his was speech, broadcast. Yes, so his speech was being broadcast, right, when he began P- Citizens of Anoat. That's why he started that way. It was being broadcast, and it had taken over all of the news, right, like an Amber Alert. Oh, right, as so he do. Um, and so Park. everyone saw him stabbed, yeah. and then it cut out, and Thrawn took over, and you saw what he broadcast to everyone. Oh. Right. So everyone has seen that. He everyone died on knows. The air. He died live on yeah. air. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> everyone knows that Thrawn is here now. Mm. Um, so after a couple of hours, uh, you all are uh, a bunch of stormtroopers come in and they request you all by name. Mm-hmm. Well, this is fun. Yep. No, this is so great. So. And you're taking a Baumgartner's office. So great. And it, He's probably going to give us all badges. <laughs> it is Baumgartner in oh, his office. Probably not. Explosive okay, badges. It's going to be a metal ceremony. Yeah, Thrawn, it, Thrawn is not there. It is Baumgartner in his office. Okay, right? good. This is um, good. But the office doors are being flanked by Nogri now. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. walk in on the outside. They're not on the inside. You walk in, and uh, Baumgartner is very happy to see you. And he says, you know, I, I understand that that, uh, that didn't go quite the way that we had anticipated. But it worked um, out for everyone, right? <laughs> but I under I understand <laughs> that you were ready to act, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, when they patted them down, he lets you know that they did find the explosives on Hughes. Hughes has been detained. He's given to Thrawn all of the records that you guys found. Hughes mm. has been detained. Okay. Adelhard is dead. Mm-hmm. They mm. found the they found the explosives on Hughes. Did they find the remote on me? No, nobody okay. patted you down. Yeah, you, you were you were just left. Um, but you have all been commended. <laughs> ah. I just want to stand you there. We are getting medals. You are completely <laughs> ignorable in this whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. No, Baumgartner. No, like... Baumgartner did not throw you under the <clears> bus. <throat> Basically, he what you you are told the story of how you know he was in control of Nethoine. 
right? So he has had a meeting with Thrawn, uh, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But he has had a meeting with Thrawn, and Thrawn has said to him, you know, how did how did this happen? And he totally said to Thrawn, oh, I was going to kill him too, <laughs> right? Like, I saw that he was bad, and we were going to take him out, and I'm so happy you did it first. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was great. Thank you. And Thrawn is quite pleased with Baumgartner. Right. Okay, good. And you have all been commended by Baumgartner. Okay, good. Hooray! So, in that sense, you are now basically being commended by Thrawn. Oh, shit. Nice. shit. <laughs> yeah. So, great news. What's like, no, Magus takes out, like, the remote trigger from his coat and is just like, so do you, do I just put this on your desk? I, I will, I will do It's just like, puts it shyly on his desk, slides Bom, it will take that from you, thank you. We'll just, uh. Be gentle with that. We'll just pretend this doesn't exist. Could you yeah. maybe, could maybe you don't maybe. don't pull the trigger on Yeah, could that. you maybe disable it first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to just. Turns it not off. Not give him a loaded somewhere. gun. <laughs> So, you know, like, you're in a very good place. That's great. Is what I'm telling you right now. If you play your cards right, you will be getting a promotion. Ooh. All of you. That's exciting. I like this. There's only one problem. Oh, no. Anawat has been mismanaged, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. By, um, by our dear departed governor. Mm-hmm. He has mismanaged everything terribly. Uh, the situation is roughly the same as it is in the capital, everywhere in the system, right? Wow. So around Anka base, what you have been hearing about, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. We are in a full-on, like, winter in Russia, World War II situation. Fuck. People are starving all over the place. Um, in the Imperial Star Destroyer Chimera and in, you know, the rest of Thrawn's fleet, they do have extra food, extra medicine. They are giving what they can to the people. Um, but a lot of people are past help at this point. Fuck. We cannot possibly help everyone anymore. Right? A lot of people are starving and they are just not, they're not going to be productive citizens, essentially, even if we can pull them through this. Mm. So what Thrawn has decided to do is we're going to um, systemically help some of the people along who are no longer going to be productive. And since you guys have been commended so highly... Mm-hmm you are going to be kind of at the spearhead of that. Um, Here are some documents, and he passes you a new data pad, right? This is a secure data pad. Uh, No one else has any access to it. It's just yours. And it opens with fingerprints, right? So, like, if anyone else tries to open this thing, it will wipe, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That is how intense the security on this is. Um, What you need to do here are basically um, the settlements that have been hit worst, We're going to send in stormtroopers to basically clear out all of the people of army age or useful age. And just clean out everyone else. And your job is to decide how we are going to clear everything else. I've got like seven different uses for a corpse like today. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have many of them if we... Yeah. um, Hmm. Well, we are a death squad now. Interesting. I can understand, obviously, why Grand Admiral Thrawn is doing this, because, like he said, a lot of the people that are on these planets are beyond assistance at this point. 
um, they're no longer a benefit to the system. Mm-hmm. And due to the actions of Governor Adelhart, they have gone beyond the ability to be repaired. And what do you do with dysfunctional machinery? You recycle it. So that's where we're at right now. Do we want to do like a Soylent Green thing or do we want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, in the name of efficiency, and I'm kind of sad I've made this my character's central concept. <laughs> uh, we could go through basically and like quietly, calmly, peacefully euthanize a bunch of these people and then repurpose their base components. Well, whatever, whatever you need that is within their power to give. The Empire will give you for this. You guys are basically going to put this plan in motion, and depending on how well you do here, you will be being promoted. Uh, oh, this, whatever we do, if this is system-wide, it needs to be done as simultaneously as possible mm-hmm. to avoid mass panic. Yep. Because r- word spreads. Even in a tightly controlled system, word spreads. Yes. So we need to mass euthanize, or mass cleanse, as rather, this... Uh, this cast no euthanize is a better word cleanse yeah. in in, in <laughs> yeah no let's different, not uh, let's not do that different it's just not a no. cleansing no uh, this is a math euthanization Cull. it's a culling it's a culling it is uh, we just considered using our bomb against this new guy instead <laughs> against Thrawn yeah. He I is. mean, why do we have to follow look, these look, orders? Look, you have like, you have three destiny points, and I used all of my destiny points to basically be like, "Lols, here's a grand admiral." So, like, why don't you are more than welcome to use your destiny points if you don't want to go along with this? I just think even with three destiny points, we would there, we don't stand a single chance against the greatest tactician in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> this is also true. Um, <laughs> just, 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 just Justin here stepping in, just because the GM has told you to be a death squad because of your quest <laughs> doesn't mean you are being compelled to be a death squad as part of your look, quest. Look, Thrawn yeah. is telling you to but go also, be a death yeah, squad. You I, do not saying, have to be a death squad. But my, my character, his whole point is he wants to climb and rise the ranks you don't, the You don't even yeah. have to all go do the same thing. Exactly. Mm, I um, will 100%. Like, you can party <clears> split. <throat> you could go three different ways. What's up? Is there an empire left to climb ladders with after what you've learned from Thrawn. Well, Wouldn't. if Thrawn, if, if, you know, Thrawn is the new leader. Thrawn is going to attempt to put everything back together again, is yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, if you overthrow Thrawn, then you But currently, but you get True. the, but from his speech, you know that currently there is no infrastructure outside of mm-hmm. Anaheim. All the king's there horses is and all the king's men. Yeah, there is nothing but infighting happening inside and outside of Anoat, except for Thrawn. There he is, is about to go up against all of this. Dirt. And Anoat is basically, he came from Wild Space, he stopped at Endor, and Anoat was literally just the first stop. Yeah. Okay, there is one chief flaw in, no offense to Thrawn, <laughs> there is one chief flaw in this design. I mean, he's not here, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah like... As I have continuously said, living organisms are commonly the worst part of any system. Mm-hmm. Um, by getting everybody who is of military age, who is still of working age and can be of benefit to any system, removing them from their homes and then killing everyone who's left over, there's no way that even how simultaneously we can manage this, there is no way that those people will not learn of the fate of their homes and their loved ones and their families. Mm-hmm. Which means that you have now just planted several thousand, if judging by the planetary scale in this system, several billion people into the empire who are going to turn against us. I am confident I can design a better solution. Okay. 
Um, we could because all of the, the families and people that are still here, these planets are still growable. They're still usable. With the supplies that they're divvying out, how much time do they have before the supplies finish? Uh, before we're, we're back in kind of the same situation as is. Um, with careful rationing, you have perhaps a week. Damn. I'd have to work really fast. You do have destiny points with which to work very fast. We do. I'm just thinking that if there were some series of irrigation droids that I could design that would not only keep these people safe from wildlife, but also do things like till land, grow food, gather water, things like that. So like a whole agricultural revolution? Effectively. Like how were these people living before this happened? Moisture farming, I'm guessing. Um, no, it is It is an Earth-like <laughs> no. planet. Um, the mm-hmm. problem is that most of the people who were farming were taken off of their farms um, and moved into city centers to be easier to feed. They were coerced out of their farms. Um, the farms are all still there. They mm-hmm. just haven't been tended to in a few months. So I'm thinking if I Some were... people are still out there on their farms, like living completely self-sustaining off-the-grid lives. Yep. So... Is it feasible to move these people back there? Oh, absolutely. You can do, like, if you were to take all of the, like, troopers and everything and all of the speeders and all that, um, you can totally repopulate these areas. There are maps. And if we take all of the workable force, quote-unquote, like, so all the people that would be good as soldiers and workers and stuff like that off-planet, then all we would have to do is replace their labor with machinery. Then we have populated the empire with billions of loyal people. Billions of people that are happy to be working for us because we are supporting their families. AJ, um, can you give me a lore check? Um, So that's knowledge lore. You have one point in that, correct? Uh, Yes. And then one point in uh, intellect? Yes. Uh, So I'm going to give you... these dice. And can you give me a lore check on that? Uh, two success, one fail, but one... Th- and one threat, yeah. And then, and then one, just cancel each other one out. advantage. Okay, yeah. so the threat and the advantage cancel each other out, and you... Net one, one of, success. Net one success. Okay. Um, you know, uh, given your lore check here, uh, that this, that the Nogri homeworld was actually uh, almost completely destroyed by a fight happening in its stratosphere. Uh-huh. And the Empire has been reseeding the world with droids already. This kind of infrastructure already exists. Oh, that is so great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was giggling behind my hand. I'm glad you weren't looking at me because I was giggling behind my hand the entire time you were talking about that. It's basically food ink yeah. on, on the... No agree home world. Yeah, in exchange for having their planet reseeded by these droids, um, they give basically an army to originally the Emperor Invader, but now Thrawn. So now the real question is, how do we communicate this plan to Thrawn in a way that doesn't sound like, like we are que- questioning his, his authority or insulting his technical I can, genius? I can do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That doesn't sound oh, like it. I can do it. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Come on, remember when I told all those people that they weren't getting their food and it went over great? I, want AJ to <laughs> I got do a free shoe so out of it. <laughs> we have destiny tokens, you know what? You got a we free shoe. <laughs> Fuck. Um, all right, I mean, all right. Bom- Baumgartner um, likes your plan. 
Um, yeah. And he, when he met with Thrawn earlier, you know, he says to you that he seems very level-headed and very mild, uh, regardless of the fact that you did just basically watch like, his, his soldiers assassinate a dude by stabbing him in the face the day before. Like, he seems like a very reasonable man. <laughs> I think that, and no offense, I think that I would get along with Thrawn famously because I feel that he and I share... Uh, mm. A lot of qualities with regards to efficiency. True. Um, so Baumgartner is willing to like make a was, an appointment like with Thrawn to be like we have a plan was, and and bring the lot of you. I was okay. gonna say, should we invite I, him over for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. We'll invite him over. We'll just <laughs> put a different. We'll just put a different tablecloth down. Like everything will be <laughs> yeah, great. Don't worry have about prepared. it. You saw this place yesterday on the hollow. <laughs> 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 with all honesty, it, he's probably never going to leave that Star Destroyer. No. Oh, no. So he, if we meet with is, him, we're going up there. You yep. are going to the Star Destroyer. Okay. Which I am so excited about. Let's so go. <laughs> all right. So I uh, will take you to the Chimera, which is an Imperial-class Star Destroyer. It's a very big Imperial Star Destroyer. It's the biggest one. Um, what, is it bigger than Vader's Super Star Destroyer? Uh, I don't believe it is the largest one without being a super star destroyer. Okay, like yeah, the like the head, huge black remember. one. That Vader... I can hear, I can hear, like through the void, people screaming at me about what this is actually <laughs> called. <laughs> and uh, so you arrive. Uh, you are brought through uh, to Thrawn's ready room. Uh, he meets pretty much everyone in his ready room. This mm-hmm. isn't abnormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside the door to no Gree guards, they pat you down. Mm-hmm. They take all of your weapons. Okay. Right. You're not allowed to bring any inside. Uh, this is because there are no no Gree guards inside hmm. the room. It is just Thrawn. Thrawn is seated on a chair in the middle of his darkened ready room, and around him are hollows of uh, what you may recognize just from being on the planet for a while as art from Mithoyan. Oh, that's right, because he's a rare art collector. Mm-hmm. He is a rare art collector, but for more than that, his tactical skills are always based on what he can learn from the planet, from art. From their yep. culture. From their from, culture. Because art reflects the culture in which it was made. Mm-hmm. That's why he collects so rare art. So he has been studying. Shit. <laughs> you're just you're having D twenty live flashbacks, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, oh god, that's why he collects the rare art. He's mm-hmm. not just like a pompous douchebag. No, he is. It's a all tactician. strategic. Fuck. He <laughs> studies war. Yeah. Thrawn is the the reason he is an Imperial Grand Admiral, but not human, is that he is the greatest tactician that the Empire has ever known. Yep. That's how he got there. Even though everyone is super racist, like he literally just clawed his way to the top. Um, so he's sitting there with all of this art. Um, the room is darkened so that you can see the hollows of the art very well. And he is seated, um, fingers stapled together, like stapled together in front of his face. Stapled. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was going like, that is a different, <laughs> Shit. different game. <laughs> uh, stapled together in front of his face, uh, watching you enter. And he says, um, General Baumgartner, it is excellent to see you again. Doesn't he have, like, red glowing eyes? He does. Blue skin, black hair, red glowing eyes. (sighs) This is another one of the reasons why he meets everyone with the lights turned low. He's real good at (laughs) ambiance. The intimidation factor is high. Yeah. Any, any, like, coercion checks you will have to roll against him are not not going... They're going to be very difficult. Super negative. Yeah, everything is going to be very difficult. You are intimidated <coughs> as fuck. In fact, you are so intimidated. Please take one point of mental strain. 
Did we heal back the other e- two even points? Even the droid who's always optimistic you because of his yet. programming? Oh, fuck. Uh, yep. I mean, he's still optimistic, but, like, also, this is a this is a dealie. He's been programmed for self-preservation. This is, this yeah. is a Grand this Admiral. Yeah, this is a Grand Admiral <laughs> A, right? Which is way further above the food chain than you have ever even been allowed to be in the presence of. Right? And also, it is the Grand Admiral that everyone knows is terrifying. Yeah, yeah but everything's always gone really well for me, so it's really no big deal, <laughs> ultimately. I understand that you have an alternative to my plan. We do. Yeah, do you... Do you uh, yeah, so... Ba- yeah, Baumgartner basically is just like, well, it's your, it's your go, Grand guys. Admiral like, Thrawn, you, it is, a, it is a, an honor to meet you. We have devised a strategy that... Doesn't kill anybody! <laughs> what the protocol droid said, uh, that preserves <laughs> the workforce in such a way that we can recruit for the, for the military the able-bodied working people, while also sustaining the populace um, through a system of of droid seeding, basically. Agricultural revolution spearheaded by Arcturus over here. Uh, With minimal resources, uh, the the designs that I've put up, and he opens up a small hollow if he's able to have one of those. Um, It's just like I could retrofit a lot of the droids that you're already using on the planet to perform other jobs outside of just irrigation as well as things like defense and general home maintenance. Uh, This would allow all of the working force that we're taking off the planet to hold a greater amount of respect and loyalty for the Empire. As one can imagine, with recent events, respect and loyalty are obviously going to be a big issue. If we take all these people off this planet and kill their families, no matter how clean and fast we do it, word will find them. And then we've just seeded the Empire with billions of people that have no interest in being a part of our machine. And with due respect to your your strategy, this... We cannot avoid. We we cannot risk any schisms at right now where we are, given everything. With the empire supporting their families and helping give them a home to go back to, should they return home, uh, we will create a much larger uh, working force. Like the working force will be more efficient. They'll be more loyal. There'll be less schisms, less problems. You'll have to clean up. You have to spend less resources picking off uh, traitors and dealing with that kind of ribble rabble. And it severely discredits the the rebellion with how much we care about and take care of the people on the planets with which are in our domain. And ultimately, for the plan to work, you really need a strong marketing and advertisement campaign <laughs> helmed by a lovable mascot character, Triple O Three PO, who's there to encourage everyone to be a part of the Empire forever. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Through all of this, Thrawn is unreadable. Just yeah. completely blank face, just watching you all. Um, and then when he does speak up, he's been mulling it over for a few moments. And when he does speak up, he says, are you familiar with uh, the current stores of food and medicine in the Anoat sector? I'm told that given what we've got, at present we can only sustain our support of these planets for about a week. This is true. And as it stands, none of the moths or other admirals whom I have been able to contact have any interest in Anoat as a system. How many supplies would the Anoat system produce for the Empire if it were to be productive? 
I am concerned about the turnaround of your plan. Are you uh, familiar at all with the planet of Honogar? Do I know? Like, <laughs> um, does does Arcturus know of this planet? Uh, you might be. I was uh, with say, your lore check. Of course, right? I, of course yeah. I know about it. Yeah. You are. Um, this yeah. is the homeworld of the Nogri, mm. uh, where ah. all of this seeding was done. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, you were. You want to? You can spout that. Just be oh. like, "Yeah, this is a thing, yeah, like, guys." And- everything's uh, hunky dory over there. Everyone's <laughs> loving it. The uh, <laughs> the droids, you know, my brethren are taking care of everyone, and uh, ultimately, the local population is thriving. Um, and, and he says, you know, this was uh, done before his time as an Imperial Grand Admiral, but it did take several months for the planets to become self-sustaining. Mm. And this was the only system in which the Empire was willing to... was giving that kind of aid at the time. Uh, Thrawn is very concerned that multiple systems are going to need this sort of aid given the intel that is coming into him. Uh, none of... Infighting is rampant at the moment. And we want to try to reduce that infighting. And I think that this is a system that at least if we implement it here and it works, then we can try implementing it in other places. Like I said, the retrofits to these droids would cost little resources. And I think I could start making those retrofits now. And we could... Like, I'm smart. I don't know if I'm that smart. But (laughs) I think I could get this place working on its own inside of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in him. I mean, I mean, GM table talk here. Um, <laughs> you could if you were willing to spend a couple of destiny points. Oh, yeah. No, I'm looking at the three destiny points we have available <laughs> on the table. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm pretty smart. Uh, like, like, Magus knows he's a genius. But he's just like, even this is this is a stretch. Like, this is, even with my genius, I think I, I, think I can do this. But I'm going it's to gonna need. It's going to take, like, a lot of luck and a lot of resources. It's going to take idea. a lot of work. Uh, to to make this happen, but I'm confident that we could do this. I'm going to use a destiny coin to attempt something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to charm our uh, (laughs) Our adversary here. Oh, no. By saying, saying, sometimes all you need is a little hope and optimism to make the impossible happen. (laughs) You shouldn't always be so blue about everything. I swear I will shoot. Oh, I don't have my gun. Yeah. No, they took all of your I weapons. Was like... You will bludgeon him with your fist. <laughs> I was like, shut up, I shut up, shut up, up, shut up. Did it work? Did he crack a smile? Is he starting to come around? There, there is no change in his face. But what? he does He does say, I am willing to give you this opportunity with the understanding that if we are still in a dire situation in one week's time... I will have more important things to worry about than your longevity. Understood. As an added bonus, I could probably install a few subroutines so those robots could just kill everybody <laughs> if we're out of resources by the end of the week. That's true. True, yeah. <laughs> so um, then it doesn't matter what we do. We can get what we want. And then, and then <laughs> Thrawn, Thrawn looks at, at Baumgartner and he says, I expect that you will oversee these people and I will uh, expect a report by the end of the week. You are dismissed. 
Time to get crafting. Sweet. Got to go change my trousers and then uh, <laughs> and get to work. <laughs> so um, what sell? I, I know you just sold it to Thrawn, but like step by step, what are we doing here? Um, going to take the infrastructure that they're already using to seed the planet with droids. Uh, because I imagine that's what the droids are already being used for, almost to a point. Uh, you have you have a lot of droids. Um, <coughs> most of the food was being shipped in from uh, hydroponics labs on Bespin. Mm-hmm. As you're getting now, you're being given all the documents, right? Because you are you and Baumgartner are running this, so he's giving you all the documents. Um, okay. Most of the food that the Anoat system has currently was being made in very controlled empire conditions on Bespin or Burn and Con, mostly Bespin. Okay. Um, because you can't fucking grow anything on Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Anoa, and or for, sorry, Nithoyan being kind of this have-not planet has mostly just been ignored, right? Like, mm. no one was terribly interested in Nithoyan. All right, so if a lot of those plants are already being developed in hydroponics labs, which means that they're already developed, they could be brought in and planted by these droids that I'm implementing, which are basically like, like at least what I'm envisioning off the top of my head, because I don't know a lot of the droid systems that are available in the Star Wars universe, but like a large ball with many legs, almost like a huge mechanical spider, but a lot of the legs have things like, you know, plows attached to them and can do things like plant things and a whole bunch of other stuff. And they, they walk around on four legs, but have like <laughs> a bunch of arms on them that can do stuff. Congratulations, Nathoyan. Your, your savior is this giant horrifying <laughs> robot spider creature. A correction, an army of robot spiders. <laughs> Now, would we build in like self-replicating subroutines here, so they can build? We can build as many droids as needed. Oh yeah, no, yeah. easily. Um, a lot of these are going to be running on the basic like programming infrastructure to ensure that they can perform a lot of this work because they'll have like the four walking legs, but then a bunch of other arms on the front so that they can like till land and plant already developed plants. Um, you know, uh, gather water or like dig wells and things like that to ensure that a lot of the the homes are sustainable. And one of these droids could easily run a small village by itself. So a lot of them with their size and with the the modifications that I'm making could run large areas. Like it would take a relatively small amount of these units in order to turn around everything. How will we get around agricultural time problems? Uh, well, like, bringing we, don't, in, we don't control time. No, of course. Bringing in the plants from the hydroponics facilities will ensure that the plants that we're planting are already grown. Mm-hmm. So we're basically transplanting already grown produ- like you know, uh, food producing things into uh, the system, so we don't have to basically plant seeds and be like, "Well, good luck," and then leave. Like, like no, we we can we can use the hydroponics facilities to bring those in, and then what kind of livestock does this planet have? Um, it's got it. It's, it is an Earth-like planet, so like you There's know, animals. like sp- space cows, basically. Space cows. Like you know how <laughs> you know how they just have like they're basically cows and they're basically like elephants and shit, but they're slightly different. Or yeah. we've got the regular Get- assortment. Uh, then we would want to get the largest and slowest of them, get readings on them, and then program these large machines with the ability to catch, well, clean, and, and display and I, well, these animals. Also, ideally, we have the techn- you know, with Bacta, we have the technology for reparative tissue growth. Yep. What if we had productive tissue growth? Also, like meat, gro- meat growth, growing labs. Well, we, we the could, meat river, yeah. the, <laughs> the, meat. the meat river of replicated meat, old meat river. <laughs> no, okay, so, <laughs> so it would take a lot more resources, I think, for us to synthetically grow meat than it would be for us to use the local livestock that's on the planet 
for sort of an interim food yeah. source while they get themselves on board with domesticating and growing their own food. So tell you what, um, let's use a, a destiny point and we'll say that you have using this because you basically just, we're going to operate on almost the Star Trek principle here of like, you have just like spouted enough science jargon yeah, for people to basically be like, yes, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your plan is beginning <clears throat> to, to come across and... Uh, Giant robot spiders... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Hear me out. I flipped it already for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hear me out. But here's the thing. I'm going to fix this planet with and follow me on this one. Giant robot spiders. Uh, uh, oh, uh. you flipped two. So I have flipped the two tokens that were mine. Here's the thing. You do still work for the Empire and there are still rebel forces. Oh, for real. There's still rebel forces I have to deal You're with. You're still the Empire, and they just watched their governor, who was at least the evil they knew, be assassinated by an alien who just showed up from wild space. And also... That's terrifying. And also, hashtag giant robot spiders. Yeah, and also robot spiders. No. <laughs> people aren't on board. We will board. free the people from the robot spiders. Yeah. <laughs> the tyranny of the robot spiders and also the meat lake. Oh, my God. Um, you are I'll give free. The, you are free of the empire. I'll give the robot spiders happy voices. <laughs> <laughs> they're all modeled yeah, on, they're on, on trip. On trip. <laughs> That's right. Hi there. They I'm have very soothing voices. Your terrifying robot spider here I, to take great care of you. Agrobot. <laughs> so on the, to the cloud. On the night before oh, uh, the you are going to have to answer to Thrawn, um, there is essentially a terrorist attack on not only uh, the main base and I mean it doesn't, the, the walls are very thick on the main base so they attempt some uh, bombing but a lot of the spiders you have working around Anka are destroyed. God damn. No. Durasteel motherfuckers, but goddamn spiders. We're just trying to feed people! You, <laughs> are terrifying food spiders. You, yes. They're what you <sighs> know of the people. Like, they're scared, right? They're still being very severely rationed. This is still the Empire talking to them. Right? Like, this is a new governor who says he's looking out for them, but, like, besides the fact that there's no more big brother screaming at them, the like, Empire, every hour. The Empire is dead. The Emperor is dead. We're all yeah, free. And, <laughs> and get to vote now. And the Emperor is dead. They know all of this is true. Right? They mm-hmm. wonder if they're, the grass is always greener on the other side, and there, there are no rebels here, and, like, but what if they're willing to help more? Mm. Right? <sighs> so they're basically just terrified, and they're still fighting back because they don't know what else to do. Well, surround them up. (laughs) I've got a fucking... uh, Like I said, there's an Order 66 in these giant robot spiders that are left that can euthanize the people we don't need and start picking up everyone that we do. You can... Turn this into Nightmare Town. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You can also ask for help. Can I try to fix these things? Um, yeah, they are totally fixable. Ask for help how? Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Thrawn is still orbiting the planet. I could um, also get help from Stephen Prince. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stephen Prince has gone back yeah, to his home on Burning Con. He's, fu- <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked right off. Yeah, <laughs> he um, fucked right off. Like, someone was murdered in front of him, and he is not about that life, and he has gone. <laughs> Sweet, Goodness. I'm going to get, 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 get. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Adelhart gets stabbed in the middle of the night. Goodness! All you hear is goodness from across the room. He gets up and fucks right out. <laughs> All right. Um, we could ask Thrawn for... I mean, I hate to do this because he's the person I'm trying to impress, and I want to try to do this without going to him for help, but the rebels literally just... Fucked my You're, plan in the ass. We need to find out who these rebels are. All we know is that there's been an attack. Mm. Your machines are fixable. Yeah. You can absolutely set people about fixing them. This is not a, a like, plan-ending thing. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's just, just this is a delay. complication of there are still rebels. You <coughs> forgot about them. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? I think we need to do something about these rebels in concurrent with the, with the plan. Mm. Um... I think it's probably best to to to, to round up what we can information wise and try to interrogate and get some some answers. Yeah, I think we can maybe do a soft interrogation because what we're doing here is trying to save their lives. Like even if the Empire didn't take all their able-bodied workers and buggered off, we still left this planet crippled. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fix this. If they just hands off, let us fix this. That would be ideal. And the rebels, in their interest in making everybody free, decided to basically get in the way. Yep. Mm. So I think that we can do that as like we can, we can basically put that on the table as like a, we're just trying to help you. Can you help us help you and figure out who these – don't want to use this word, but terrorists are. We could make a propaganda video basically. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> we both point at the drawing. <laughs> yeah, propaganda video. We could broadcast it to the people. Yeah, be honest about our intentions, yeah. and just anyone whose information to turn them over would be very useful because we just want to focus on feeding the planet. Yeah, I'm uh, going to give you a dice pool. Sweet. Here, oh boy. Um, who has the best charm rolls? I think it's probably Julian. I got two. I got two, and I've got two in my oh. uh, presence. Yeah. And you go for it. Plus, can I've got you, special abilities. Let's yeah, see. can you <clears throat> hand me back those dice that are living over there? Good. Actually, I have a also. Just, just I want, I want to put this on the table just so that we mm-hmm. know that this is happening roughly. Like, well, you guys are doing the propaganda to try and find these rebels and figure out what's going on. I am going to see um, what forces with regards to like mechanics and repair people I can scrounge up. To a mechanic army. To basically, yeah, like get basically a huge force and, and then myself spearhead a huge group of repair people to run out and undo the damage that was done and basically see if we can make all of this, this these bombings disappear overnight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to be like, huh, you had absolutely no effect on us whatsoever. It'd be a good show of force. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is... Then find these rebels and turn them into man soup. <laughs> Throw them in the meat river. (laughs) (laughs) The meat river will run red with more blood. (laughs) (laughs) We'll run red like it always does. Look, these these people you've thrown in are not regulation-sized chunks. Like, this is not... (laughs) We can't just sweetie-toss this. The machines are very angry with you right now. These are chunks above regulation size. Um, so here, here is your dice pool. Okay. Um, so you've got the two uh, y- big yellow dice because you were very proficient in this. It's going to be an average check, right? So there are your two little purple dice. And here is one black die because you are making a propaganda yeah. video in the aftermath of Adelhard, who used to do a <laughs> propaganda video every hour on the hour. True. <laughs> True. 
All right, well, here goes. But we have a, we have a much friendlier propaganda video. Yeah. I'm sure our uh, good motivations will give us some good luck with this roll. Okay. It's a bad roll. Not going to lie. <laughs> but there are no failures. There are no failures. There's, it's just, There's just it's a lot of threats. One success and net one threat. Okay. Now you could re-roll if it's a social because you can do I that can, once, once per session. I can re-roll. Yep. But let's think. So we already have a success here and only one threat added onto it. If and we threat, fail. And the threat is not something huge. Like, as you are, you have a net one success. So the video is going to work. Mm. It's just something perhaps slightly unrelated bad is also going to happen. So I only get one chance to re-roll, and if I re-roll and it's a failure... Then your video doesn't work at all. I think I'm comfortable with this. You good? Yeah. You gonna go with it? Take the threat. Okay, right. so as your your video does work... Um, some of the rebels are actually given up, right? The people who orchestrated the attack are given up. Sweet. Right? You are, people are held to account. Your video works. Dude, nice. The, the pet is mightier than the sword. People, now let's use the sword. <laughs> people are afraid of you. That is why it worked, right? This is the imperial government. They've watched you guys assassinate your own at this point. They know they are not safe. Mm-hmm. None of what Thrawn has said to them has, like, sold them. Wait, did you intimidate them? Charm. It was, it was a charm. Okay. It was charm. I was like, um, dude! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was charm. So, like, they, they we trust... We are in your best interests. They trust that, you know, you are not going to murder them right now. <laughs> But they do not, as a whole, trust the Imperials because you guys kind of have a shit track record at this point. Yep. Just overall, right? Not us. Our <laughs> track record's there amazing. Should, there We've should be a by-election after the governor was assassinated so we can choose our new governor. Um, but, yes. Shut that talk right down very fast. <laughs> um, the threat is that several ships were stolen and people left the system. Ah, hmm. let them go. You're not. Okay, so some people bailed out. Some people bailed. They're gone. What's percentage-wise? Um, no, it was a very, like, it was a few, like, semi-large ships. You think that this was probably the people who were actually in charge of the rebel smugglers? Right. They've bailed. Okay, well, fewer mouths to feed. Yep, they're afraid of Thrawn, probably. As they should for whatever For whatever reason, they bailed. Afraid of my giant irrigation spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucking... All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking use as many of my uh, talents and special abilities as I can to turn this around overnight. Yep. Um, give me a destiny point, and you Ho-ha. will rebuild all of your stuff. Boom. Um, and I will say that like this was pretty much a success. We are not going to round people up and exterminate them. <laughs> okay, good. Woohoo! <laughs> <sighs> darkest year of our adventures. Um, <laughs> it's just you know, getting darker. <laughs> and um, Thrawn is quite pleased with a lot of you. Baumgartner is quite pleased with a lot of you. Like, you guys have done a very good job. Do we get a whole planet of Do we have a sweet metal ceremony? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do a sweet metal ceremony because people oh. are still, like, real hungry. Like, things are starting to, to come up. Everything is slowly coming up Millhouse, but, but it is not right now. But the perfect way to win the people's trust is a display of opulence. translating <laughs> <laughs> yes. ourselves. Yeah, Thrawn is very not a display of opulence kind of dude. Uh, so, you know, like, y- you are being commended. You have done an excellent job. Yay. Awesome. Yay. I'm super happy about that. Uh, 
No, because it was just like, like, <laughs> Magus is like, no, killing an entire planet worth of people, that's easy. Now, getting a whole bunch of workers off the planet and saving all the people that can't work somehow and managing to turn their irrigational system around, that's a challenge. I also like the image of, of people running and screaming from these giant irrigation spiders that are speaking in a friendly voice. <laughs> Hello, we are here to help! Right? Hey guys, hungry for some corn? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this this whole thing has gone pretty well. The Anoat sector is on its way back to being prosperous, and you guys have done an excellent job. Um, we're over the next few months, if you don't mind me kind of, like, taking the reins. Things are going to, you know, the planet is coming back to life, especially on Nithoyan. Um And, you know, your plan is working. They're starting to make new schools. Uh, the Empire is beginning to lower... It's, uh, like, stranglehold that uh, Adelhard had on the people. But, you know, the schools that are all popping up are all Imperial run. Yeah. We're trying to make new Imperials. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not like, yeah, now we have democracy. Like, no, there's a new governor. Governor Baumgartner is now in charge. <laughs> right? There's a new governor. Uh, everyone is kind of coming back to normal. But Thrawn is content with how the system is beginning to self-govern. He doesn't need to micromanage it. Thrawn has put people in place that he is quite certain are going to uphold everything that has been done. Mm -hmm. And he's pleased with it. And that brings us to you guys who, you know, defied an order to just murder everyone (coughs) and, and came up with another plan. And Thrawn recognizes greatness when he sees it. And he appreciates that you didn't just blindly accept orders. That is what he looks for. Right? He appreciates your chutzpah in that sort of a situation, right? You got moxie. Yeah, your kids have got moxie, basically. Um, And not only are you going to level up, which it doesn't really matter because we are at the end of our fourth hour, so... Um, That's okay, but still. You know, you are you are going to level up because you have done an excellent job. You've been an excellent politico, and you've been an excellent mad scientist, and you've just been the happiest robot. <laughs> the um, best mascot ever. The best mascot <laughs> ever. Um, but you are all being offered positions on the Chimera. Sweet. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Oh, I'm going to get transferred off of there so fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, going to realize why he found me in a hole. <laughs> um, Thrawn actually does have, like, canonically, he does tend to take people that are, like, kind of in a weird situation and just be like, you're doing a good job, whatever, why don't you come with me? He just, like, collects lost Imperial puppies. So you get to be the first person to design a super-duper Star Destroyer. <laughs> Mm. And that's where the design for the stupid Star Eater planet comes from. Yeah, this is it. This is yours. And then you built Star Killer Base. (laughs) Okay, so I I appreciate the idea of putting a Nazi fortress right here, but hear me out. (laughs) What if we made an entire planet that eats a star and then... Now, you had a design to blow up one planet. This one blows up whole solar systems at a time. And he's just like, none of this is what I asked for, but I am intrigued. (laughs) I was looking for a better spider. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it eats a star, but it also destroys the rest of the solar system in the process. How are we feeling about that? (laughs) Does it have to? Does it come in blue? (laughs) 
<laughs> I have rather parsnips in the color blue. <laughs> Does it? Who's being racist blue? now, droid? <laughs> uh, I did. I did warn all of my players when we made characters that if they were anything other than a droid or human, I would just be super racist to them for the entire campaign. Um. So yeah, you, you're moving up on the political ladder, Julian. You're yeah. gonna come become an officer. I'm happy to happy to serve. Yeah, you are going to become an officer on the Chimera. Uh, you are going to become a scientist. Did on the Chimera. Get the and uh, did I, my optim uh, my <laughs> eternally optimistic setting get switched off? Would you like it to be switched off, or is this just your life now? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll react in kind. If it's... <laughs> um, roll for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here. Yeah, let roll me for see it. what kind of. Well, what... I got a personality malfunction you end up with now. Yeah. Well, it was it was a critical runtime failure with the fact that he was given too many jobs that weren't under his design to to manage, yeah. and basically his programming just suffered like a critical failure. And one of the things when I got him turned back on, one of the problems we had was his fucking positivity setting was set to max and I couldn't shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> Connell, why don't we give you this role? I don't want to take your agency away, AJ. No, I, so I, let me I, know I if you're on board with this. But yeah. he would probably be the one fixing you. Yeah. Right? Well, you are fair. going to be... <laughs> I just want to know wh- whether my story end, how my story ends and how I can react to it. So f- yeah. feel free. Please do the role. Whether <laughs> so, you can so save me from this. Thrawn? I mean, I believe would like him to be a little less. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> he, just, he just makes like a hand gesture like a and it's just like everything. The everything <laughs> hand gesture. I would like him to be a little less everything. Um, you know what? Then, a little less extra. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if I can restore the functionality but leave it all the way up. Okay. So, so that I would... if he needs to turn it down, he can, but... I'll leave it in the full-on position. Okay, so mechanics You're check. You're installing a dimmer switch. Yeah. <laughs> mechanics check here. Well, it's uh, supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mechanics, I got two ranks in, and it's intelligence, which I have two ranks in. So here's your dice pool. Uh, oh, the two yellow dice are because you're very proficient. This blue, light blue dice is because you have ample time. Uh, and facilities. basically facilities to work on it, because Theron's basically just being like, just fix it. Um, uh, but these three purple dice are because this is a difficult roll. Oh, shit. Gearhead as a talent only removes black dice from the pool. Yeah, that's Jeez. if, like, you had to do this in a hurry yeah. or, like, you didn't have enough anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got a Triumph! Oh, nice. we got a triumph. We got a triumph and no despairs. And no despairs. Uh, and four advantages, but then four failures? Yeah. That's weird. Okay, so how that rolls out is, um, so you have four failures and four advantages. Those all cancel each other out, but a triumph also counts as a success. Okay, well, there you go. Right? Like, you have four successes, four failures. And um, a triumph. And a triumph. The triumph also counts as a success, so you do it, but Technically, like just we, by the skin of your teeth. Yeah, I managed to reset the, the critical failure. <laughs> you are you are a functioning droid that is not necessarily always 100% happy about genocide anymore. Wonderful. I've turned it down, and now I've got all these really messed up thoughts about what we just did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a reward, Thrawn is going to set you to chronicling all of his art. Great. And making a database. You are a scholar droid. Cool. 
So, like, AJ might not be super thrilled about it, but your character, like, the scholar droid is like, this is what I've always wanted. I think Triple O would be fucking stoked. I'm sure it is what I've always wanted. It's just that I'm, like, taking a break from being ecstatic. Okay. <laughs> He's coming down from a, from a bad trip, from know, a long trip. I do appreciate it. I just <laughs> am enjoying being like this. <laughs> being like, I mean, like, okay. mid-level Marvin. Like, not yeah. super depressed Marvin. <laughs> just like, this is fine, Marvin. Yeah. You're Neutral the, Marvin. The yeah. personification of the this is fine dog. I'll send you a nice <laughs> thank you gift basket eventually. But for now. <laughs> for now, just Some leave soaps. me with my art. <laughs> All this Nethoine art that reminds him of the near genocide. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll save the Nethoine art for later. Like you could do it whenever order you want. <laughs> Hooray. So there you go, guys. The Anoat system is uh no longer under completely tyrannical control. It the is glory still of the Empire reign forever. The glory of the Empire is still on. <clears throat> I didn't have to remind any of you that you are loyal to the Empire, so I cast this game really well. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's just like on the back of the player sheet, it's just like this is a character thing that you have. Like one of your one of your motivations is you are like you support the empire. Like, yeah, it and is, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little more about how cause. all of those mechanics work in the debrief. If you are a Patreon supporter, you get an extra special debrief where we talk about what it was like to play the game. Yeah. But for everyone else, thanks for joining us. Thanks for all of my my people who nearly committed genocide for not just being <laughs> like, Bree, what's wrong with this game? I'm leaving." Like, thanks. <laughs> We knew what we were getting into. <laughs> yeah, so you were running the game. I, I warned you. Um, people on our Discord channel have been talking about how this is now the darkest year of our adventures, and I basically looked at that and I went, you want a bet? <laughs> so that's where this game came from. <laughs> it goes to 11, the darkest. <laughs> yeah, I bet I could turn the heat up on that. <laughs> I can make this way darker. You don't know what hit you yet. Uh, so thanks for joining us. I'm your Game Master, Bree Poison, making everything space Nazis all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and our players have been... I'm Julian Spillane, and I didn't betray anyone. Whoa! Or, or my empire. Look, are, are, did two terrible warriors, Judas's, being in the same room cancel each other out? We worked, to, we, we worked together. That's how it was. <laughs> two negatives made a positive today on Terrible Warriors. Uh, and I'm AJ Fry, and I'm just happy to be talking like this now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Back to the sexy radio voice. It's it. <laughs> You could have been really, like, positive, but still using the sultry voice, and I think that might have done amazing things. <laughs> hey, everybody, I know you're all really hungry game. right now, but... Uh, <laughs> have you considered that maybe you're not looking for food? <laughs> Thanks for the free shoe. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It's a nice shoe. <laughs> Oh, Jerry Brutus, the robot. No, why are we doing this? (laughs) And lastly, I am Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawad, playing the ever-enigmatic Magus Arcturus. And if you're a Patreon supporter, you can head on over for the debrief where we're probably going to talk in real sultry voices because we're all into that now for like 10 or 15 minutes in your ear. (laughs) Everyone else, thanks for joining us. Um, Take it away, Justin. And that's it for Ashes of the Empire. Way to go, Bree. That was her first time ever running a game, don't you know? 
Patreon supporters can head right now over to patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. They can listen to the debrief audio of this game. And, you know, it was so good, and it's the spirit of giving right now during the holidays, that on the 25th of December, we'll be releasing the podcast debrief of this campaign for Ashes of the Empire publicly for all to listen to and to give you an idea of what the debrief sound like. I really liked how this one came together, the way they broke down the game, talked about the story, as well as the mechanics of it, and so maybe that'll give you an idea of what the debriefs sound like if you've been on the fence about supporting us on Patreon. And as we come close to the end of the calendar year, it's time to wrap up our active campaigns. Along with Ashes of the Empire on Thursday, it's time to say goodbye to Unknown Armies. Derek the Bard's Edmonton crew with their finale to a film by Alan Smithy. All good things must come to an end, but if they couldn't meet the challenge to come, they wouldn't deserve to call themselves Terrible Warriors. And next week, we still have, on Tuesday, the hyped-up finale to The Seventh Sea. It's our tale of adventure, of romance, and a fight for true love. Will they save Ramon and his family from the Inquisition? Will Pastora fall into the arms of her hero and spend the rest of her life happily ever after? Or, most importantly, is Dirk about to bang the bad guy? Seventh Sea, Love and Consequence, the finale on Tuesday. And next week on Thursday, our final finale of the year is Kagagami High. Derek the Bard brought together a Canadian crew from all across the country to play a randomly generated game. It is really weird. We didn't know what was going to happen at any given moment, but that final episode pulled out all the stops and pushed the game to its very limits. And I think it's the first time ever that the Terrible Warriors have played a role-playing game about playing a role-playing game with the founding father of role-playing games. Oh, oh, I don't want to say too much. The finale to Kakagami High next Thursday. And along with the Terrible Warrior podcast, we have another podcast you can subscribe to, The Cambridge Chronicles. One game, one campaign, one game master. It's Mike the Birdman Dodd and his friends from Guelph playing through 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. You can head right now to terriblewarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles or search for Cambridge Chronicles wherever it is that you find podcasts from and let us know what you think. It's our first attempt at a long-form serialized show. And we may be 12 episodes in, but believe me when I say we've got a lot more in store. Experiments like the Cambridge Chronicles are entirely possible because of the support from Patreon. That support allowed us to finance that show and pay for commissioning music and artwork and for the separate stream because that's not free either. It's helped pay for all that cool music you're hearing in the background that we have the license to. And as a thank you for supporting us, you get access to those debrief episodes that I told you about. You'll get a chance to be named in future games. You can even sit around the table and join us, as well as sending out postcards every month for people to enjoy as a souvenir. Schedule for next year is already posted at TerribleWarriors.com. Go have a look and hype yourself. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Wars. Join us on Discord and hang out. We've got a nice little community there forming. People helping out with each other's games, even joining in on other games. I think we've actually sort of formed a league of fans. That's very cool. And, of course, another reminder. 
that on the 25th we'll be releasing the debrief to this Ashes of the Empire campaign publicly as a gift to you to be able to enjoy, to be able to get a preview of what the debriefs sound like available for every campaign since we launched on Patreon back in September 2016. Today's terrible warriors and your valiant Imperial officers... Julian Spillane, A.J. Fry, Connell Macbeth, and first time, and hopefully not the last time, GM, Brie Poison. And we'll see you next time on The Terrible Warriors. And until that time, may the Force be with you. <laughs>